Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I'm Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about the Terror Season 1 Episode 2, it's called Gore. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. Uh, needless to say, I saw the title and was like, okay, I'm excited. <laughs> I was excited for uh, Gore. Uh, t- turns out Gore was just someone's name, which, you know... So, mildly disappointing. Yeah, disappointing in that sense. Uh, what I will say, though, is I think this episode continued a bit of a trend of putting us into a really kind of beautiful setting, because... You know, the main thing that happens in this episode is that they send out, like, search parties uh, on, like, every direction from the ships. Uh, yeah. It's spring. We've had an eight-month time jump. It's now spring the following year. So they've been here all all winter. And they go off hunting to see if there's any, like, sort of given the ice. Like, okay, in that direction is there, you know, water. So which way can we go to try and break out of this? Um, and everything with them walking, like, on the ice. And then eventually when they get to some land... Uh, all of it is just kind of gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, can't argue with that. It was just you know, just, it was just full on atmosphere and mood and you know snow and then there's hail at one point and you know, everything about it was uh, just really really working. Um, and that's the other thing I'd probably say actually, just about the time jump is uh, we were saying oh so how's it going to spread it over ten episodes? Is each episode going to feel defined? And I actually felt very relieved when it started with it. I wasn't expecting a time jump. But when it started with a time jump, I immediately went, oh, they're picking when they're doing things very wisely. See, that's interesting, because I'm not a fan of this time jump at all. Because it's eight months later, and it kind of feels like nothing's changed. Like We got the hints of all the psychological stuff, and then eight months later, and oh, now everyone's just exactly the same. And that was really underwhelming to me. Oh, no, I had a, I had a positive reaction to this. I was like, oh... They actually, they're just skipping to things that are important. We're not wasting time. No, no, I get that, but I feel like the crew, like it, they feel like in exactly the same place in their mindset as when we just left them. There's very little. Oh, I don't difference. agree with that. Uh, but it's the opposite way, though. I, I'm not saying that there's the tension there. I'm saying everything. This episode told me that they, they now feel like this is home. Like this is when you see them playing football out in the ice and stuff, and like they're commenting how this has kind of become the normal. They're just that yeah. this has been the living conditions for the past however many months. Uh, so, no, I actually, I actually kind of appreciate the time jump. No, I'm not, I'm not feeling like that. Like I, said, I think because they hinted at the psychological elements in the first episode, I, I'm expecting that to be followed up on, it, it, not like a huge amounts, but I'm expecting, okay, psychological things are going to be continuing on throughout this time. And it feels like, okay, eight months later and there's not been another episode of that at all. Like There's not, not been any other instances to follow up on that. Well, yeah, but they never, they never teased that it was going to happen to anyone else. Like it was all, it was just one person. It was, it was. So this feels, I, like, this feels like more of a critique of this not doing kind of what I was expecting it to do, rather. Because it feels weird to me to complain about a time jump when what would have happened in that time if if if, this, if all the interesting stuff in the story that they want to tell is is later on. And that's why no, we no, jumped no, in time. That's fair. I, I just I don't think it needed to be quite as far as all. Uh, I would have appreciated seeing some of in, in that winter, some of what was going on. Um, I guess maybe the point is is that it was too dangerous to actually go searching and things like that, and that's why nothing developed other than them just hanging around and yeah, surviving. Maybe. You know, because they make a point. Oh, it's starting to clear up now. We can go look and see if there's if there's. That. I, I I I get that. I just I, don't know. I would have appreciated seeing some of that time, like seeing some of them cope over the winter. Um, 
No, I have to say, I, I had a completely positive reaction to this time jump. But as soon as I saw it, I went, oh, I, I'm glad. This, this, this shows some foresight in making choices. I don't know. It's things like the, the ending of the last episode was, um, uh, what was his name? Francis. He was looking, you know, I was like, oh, okay. No, not a done here. And mm. it doesn't feel like there's any repercussions from anyone. There was, there was no dealing with any of that of, okay, he made a mistake. Like, they're just, okay, they just got on with it and, and we're all here now. We're playing football. It's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, they do, do, do address it, because at one point Sir John even says, would you like me to apologise? Uh, but you see that he's actually still very much um, optimistic. Oh, we're almost at spring. Because that, that was the big thing last episode, as Francis said, uh, the word soon is very dangerous. If you think you're almost there all the time, yeah. you, 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 just, you, know, you, you, don't, you don't accept the actual severe nature of what you're in, in for. Um, and, you know, Sir John's still doing that. And you know, and Francis is like, "Hey, no, like, like I, you never lost my friendship. This, this is fine." Uh, but of course, Sir John and everyone else is like noticing that he's not—he's not being friendly around him. He's not, you know, he's not there. He's not doing the same things. There's clearly something on his mind. Um, and there's again, there's, there's that foreboding sense. Um, we get a little bit more. We get another quick couple of flashbacks, or just one, just one flashback actually. I think this one, um, uh, just fleshing out that. Uh, there's actually a reason for a bit of drama between them outside of just the the, the captaining, which is uh, Francis wanted to marry his niece, and she, at his order, at, at Sir John's order, declined multiple times. Because uh, yeah. she gets back at the table and she's angry. She's like, nah, I had to decline again. And there's just there's that, that stare between them uh, at, at the end of the scene. Um, which... I mean, I'm hit or miss on this. I want to see what they kind of do with this because I mean, I think I was fine with it just being the the, the difference in rivalry. yeah, and the ideals as opposed to this. Oh, I wanted to marry your niece. Yeah, right now it doesn't really do anything for me. It's not in in, in you know it doesn't have to be a bad thing, but it, it's not really adding anything for me at the minute. Well, here's the thing though, I I wouldn't mark it negatively at all just because they 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 make the statement, they make it clear that this is a thing that happened. And they don't waste their time. I think that's one of the probably the biggest compliments I'd give to the flashback so far is it doesn't feel like they're waffling around or mm. like they're, they're oh we've we'll, set we'll, uh the last episode oh we had two flashbacks we have to have two this week no we don't we just have the one uh, yeah. and it's fine no, that's no. all we needed it told us the information we needed and that was it uh, it's been very concise in its information I think oh, uh, that's true so far uh, but it's letting a lot of its time be, uh, be there for mood because some of my favorite stuff was just the, the, the silent of them walking through the snow and. You know, mm. searching for for water, or land, or or whatever, and the the weather, the harsh, the survival uh, aspect of it. Uh, yes. So one of the big things we were uh, speculating last episode was okay. So episode two is probably gonna have the first attack, right, or the first sign of danger, or the, the first mm. real thing. And sure enough, it did. Um, we seem to have a, indeed a physical monster of sorts, uh, which I will. Praise and I like that when it was on a di- in the distance, it did kind of look like a big bear. You know, you know, f- f- when you got the wide shot, I was like, oh, that actually look. I, can- I actually buy them writing off. That's a bear. Yeah, absolutely. Right and then when you see the close up, and you don't see like it very well. You see like the, the claw coming around. You're like, oh wait, that's not a bear. Uh, what I will critique is the CG was kind of bit ropey. Yeah, yeah. It, but- it was fine when it was in the distance, and they were cutting away from it really quickly because they knew it didn't look great. Yeah. But it almost felt a little bit jarring because they were cutting away from it so quickly. 
Yeah, because that's not been the show's style otherwise, is to cut away from things quickly. Right. Um, I'm, won- I'm wondering if it was a case of uh, that they saved all the money for the big money shots later, and they knew could get away with it here because it was a quicker shot. Yeah, maybe. It, it just it sticks out when, you know, most of the stuff looks pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. like Everything else looks fantastic. I, I think uh, I do really like the idea of they're out essentially in this really pretty flat land, and this thing could still sneak up and kill one of them. Yeah, I really like yeah. that. That's true. That's cool. I, I liked all the build up to it. I liked the uh, they're hiding the tents from the giant like ice hail. <laughs> I was hitting. I was like, no, that's dead. If you get hit one of the head words, you're dead. Like yeah, that, that stuff's terrifying. Because uh, if they get into the tent, I'm like that tent ain't going to help. <laughs> it's just yeah. fabric. Being out in regular hail is is painful enough. Yeah, I'm like hide under the boat because that's the thing. They get they come back uh, from from uh, doing a little bit on foot scouting and the boat's well the supplies and it's flipped. Um, and so they're like, oh, what did this? So was that. Uh, and so they ran into uh, an Eskimo and and uh, an Eskimo's daughter. Uh, in fact, the Eskimo gets shot because they they're, they're panicking. They think oh, so they think they flipped their boats back, and one of them shoots him, uh, and he dies on the table later. And we're getting a little bit of the, she, the, the daughter who survived here because it's, it's I think it's what's interesting from a character perspective. Is Sir John's like ready, to just like oh, send her out on her way. Like she's not our trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Francis like no no, we can take her out of the terror. Because he wants to talk to you, he wants to like... He, he he knows the language, notably. Yeah, he does, yeah. And he wants to, A, help, but also B, find out a bit more about what's going on. Because, she, you know, she's she's very determined to get her dead. For, like, she doesn't want him to die in the boat. She's like, no, get yeah, him out he, in the sun. He has to die on the ice, yeah. is what she says. Um, And then, you know, later on, she's like, oh, it's, it's coming. And she does this thing, like, if it was in reverse, I'd say she was telling them they were going to get eaten. Because oh, she says, oh, if you don't, if you don't leave here, you're, gonna, you're all going to disappear. Right, very mm. foreboding in itself. But then she does this motion where she sort of like, as, as if she's pulling something out of her mouth and sort of goes like that. Like, see if it was the reverse, I'd say like she's saying they're going to get eaten because it'd be like yeah. um. But instead it was ah, uh, and it was out and then like both yeah. away. And I'm not entirely sure what that's that gesture meant. <laughs> Me either. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, I, I I don't know if like if we're going back to the idea that the, the monster, even if it is physical, is created from a manifestation of psychological elements. Is it like the inner fears coming true or something? I don't know. I, I'm, okay. I'm I'm leaping. I'm I'm grasping at straws here. But yeah, it, it's almost like you know, the idea of what you speak rather than just inner fears because it's you know it, ah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's coming out of a mouth, not just well, out it's, of her the whole notable thing is that the Eskimo had his tongue cut out. Yeah. Uh, so that would line up with that the idea that you don't speak because what you speak could come true or yeah whatever uh, which is notable because there's a lot of talk in this episode about what might happen with the ice and um, it's like oh well you know if the ice like rises up it could take the boats with us but it could also push us down it's like oh well let's hope for the let's hope for yeah, the former yeah they're, they're talking about okay how, are the ships strong enough it's like well if it, if it goes up we should be fine you know we just about maybe well, yeah we'll raid if it if it goes down we're, we're crushed that's it yeah and so I was like, oh, so all these fears—is this a thing? And I think, I think as we see more of it, we'll get maybe how these flashbacks and the, his relationship with his niece, with Sir John's niece, might thematically come into play in the rift between the men. And like, you know, uh, I, I can see it being used well later on. Right now, it's just kind of what it is. Yeah, I would, I would hope so, because otherwise, it's kind of redundant information. Because this show hasn't been wasting a lot of time with pointless information as of right now. Yeah, which is why I think I trust it to to use yeah. it later. Uh, and I think what helped the flashbacks last episode is that they very clearly added to what the, 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 the learning about these two characters and the difference the, the between them. The point of that episode, yeah. yeah. 
this one, obviously, there is point. There's point of okay, we're we're still screwed here. We we you know because I think the the key thing here is that they get to the point where they're supposed to have hope again because it's getting to spring, and instead, it still feels hopeless because they don't find death in any direction. Like you know, yeah. it's, we're screwed in every every but way. Um, so it does that, and obviously the 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 initial attack and like fear the. Because, you know, what happens when news of this monster spreads? You know, what happens when it comes by the ships and does yeah, something there? Morale is going to go pretty low. Because uh, Wellam even says they thought that they were being tracked still, even on the way back. Yeah, they felt like it was following them back to the yeah. boats. Um, and I can see a lot of fun stuff with, like, seeing, like, you know, something in the distance, like, through the snow and... Uh, you know, foggy nights and all all the rest of it. And I, I was right about them just walking from ship to ship because at one at one point Francis is just walking back to his ship. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just well, might as well, mightn't you? And he's caught. Wait, well, anyway, I just I was just thinking during this episode of how cold it must goddamn be. Yeah, only just dawn on you. Well, no, I mean, obviously it's cold. But I'm just mean like in terms of what I've actually been in and felt freezing compared to this, where it's you know, really goddamn like <laughs> the, the ice is strong enough to hold a ship. That's pretty thick ice. It 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 is, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, man, your faces must be freezing when you're outside. Yeah. How much fuel you got to burn your fires inside the ship? <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a fair point. There's yeah. got to be a there's only a finite amount that they can have. Yeah, I obviously, mean, obviously they've, they've planned for a long lot. trip, so they're they're, yeah. they're they're good to go. They, they, I imagine they because they keep talking about oh well we'll do it next spring and stuff. So I mean I guess they they knew they might have be here for like a year or something like that. You know the, the journey. Yeah, obviously they're talking about going out and like okay we can go hunting, but it doesn't feel desperate. It's just like oh you know fresh meat would be nice. Well, that's an option, yeah, yeah, because obviously everything they've got's been like you know preserved or yeah they've they've clearly got rations to last them. They're good. They're not desperate for food. It's just oh yeah you know fresh food would be good. Yeah, yeah, some meat. Because even when they think it's a bear, like, oh, I will kill it and you know have it for supper. It's a perfectly good sentiment. Yeah, um, and I think Fiora's going to plenty because obviously we're interested. Uh, well, we're not introduced. We've seen them last episode. They were with the guy who got sick, but uh, Hickey and the other guy who get caught below deck, and it's clearly implied they were having sex. So oh yeah, which obviously for the time period is a very risky subject. And the guy who catches them, he doesn't quite see it. And you can tell I suspect something, but we hear that he's very religious and he's like terrified of that. Like, because like Hickey's whole thing is that oh, he won't tell anything because he'd have to kind of admit what we might have been doing, and that would that would be too terrifying for him to even comprehend. So yeah. he feels pretty confident. But later on, the same guy like he catches him in the, the captain's quarters because he's he's unblocking the, the or he's he's patching up a a a, a draft okay. in the toilet seat. The fancy. I, I like how it's a very. Uh, it's like a James Bond stealthy toilet seat that's like hidden in like a regular bench. It is, isn't it? The, the little seat just lifts up. And, oh, it's a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Also, be, you got you got to be classy on a ship. Also, it just seems to go to the outside, and all I could think was they've been there for eight months. Isn't there just like a pile of shit underneath <laughs> the ship where this is? Probably. Is, is someone have they been sending some crew out to you know dispose of the the captain's shit? <laughs> No, no, it's a fair point because I mean, someone's got to do it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, there's a lot of people there. A lot, that's a lot of shit. It's got to be going somewhere. Is it just like after eight months? Is it just that scene from Jurassic Park with the 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 dino droppings? It's this giant yeah, pillar shit. Yeah. I what I would assume they do is they burn it because it'd be some sort of fuel, right? Once it dries out. Ah, uh, that, that, 
that's true. Yeah, make make that, it. That's what I'd do if I was in that scenario. Economic, ec- economic use of your your resources. It's going to have a bit of a smell to it, but hey, if it keeps you warm. Yeah, yeah, because in all likelihood, what would actually happen if he did keep shit in the same spot? It would just it would keep freezing, and you know. Right, but once it dries out, check it in the furnace. Sure. I I just assume that's what they do. I'm I'm not versed in it in you know 19th century shipwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How how uh, how how they handle the resources and whatnot. Uh, but so so yeah. So that, so that's the thing, and I think the fact that we've got this character who's like like terrified of these new social norms. Like it kind of goes back to how you always use the the monster as a metaphor for something. And I feel like we're not quite there. I'm not quite there to sort of say what the the overall themes and point of the show is in terms of what the metaphor is, but I'm starting to get the, the hints of what some of it might be based on this inclusion. Yeah, it's definitely feeling like fears in general. Yeah, yeah, and how, how maybe the fears are either ignoring your fears or what make you doomed or giving into them or what make you doomed. And I'm not, you know, well, we'll see as we go, obviously. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up being some, you know, fear of the unknown. Yeah. You know, in the sense that, okay, no, they're tracking this unknown passage. That's what they're trying to do. And, you know, okay, it's this unknown monster coming for them. Well, yeah, but I think it's more... I mean, that's just surface level. You can say that right now. Like, I feel like there's more to it than that. Well, I mean... uh, That's not a metaphor. That's just is. Well, I mean, it depends what what they... The unknown can apply to a lot of other fears still, like... Well, because why? Why I see them doing more? Because I mean, right now we're really on Francis' side, and Sir John seems like he's the, the egotistical one with the Olus hubris and whatnot. Mm. I feel like maybe what what this could be doing is setting up the idea that like neither one of them are completely right. That like Francis being fear all the time is what dooms them. Even though, to be honest, like he feels like he's making decisions based on things he can prove and things he knows. He's saying, "No, this will happen because of this. We should play it safe and do this instead." Yeah, but the idea that sometimes you've got to take some risks to get yeah. out. But, but right now it's not balanced because right now it's definitely Francis who's in the right. Yes, at the minute. I, I, no, I, I don't even think it's a question. Right now, he, he he argued against doing the thing because he's like, no, this is what we know will happen. Like, you take right. risks to like do things, but you take take calculated risks based on what you can prove and what you know. Um, you know, where Sir John's like, no, 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 I'll be fine. He's just, he's, he's, he's the, uh, he's basically, oh, God will help us, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So. Whatever works. So, so, so right now it's very one-sided in that sense, um, and I think making us sympathise with him because Sir John's the one like stopping him getting married to his niece uh, again makes us sympathise more with Francis than it does him. It does, yeah. So, so Francis is definitely the the, the hero right now. If you want to use that word, it feels like an odd word in the show like this, but it uh, does, yeah. But no, I still I still think they're doing doing good stuff with the the setting and the the mm-hmm. you know the visuals, like I said, uh, with all them walking in the snow and. All that stuff with dragging the the boat and everything else. Yeah, yeah, uh, no, that stuff all looks great. Yeah, I was into all that. That was the suspenseful stuff of the episode. Um, and I think the other thing is, well, obviously, uh, just to go back again, my argument against what I just said, where I think it'll be balanced maybe by the end, is that I think showing Sir John and the Doctor be just, like, essentially racist and be like, oh, the Eskimos can go fend for themselves, but they're not our problem. Uh, we're in seeing Francis want to actually help. Uh, it's like, mm. oh no, he's definitely the good character we're following. He's definitely yeah. the one we're rooting for. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so Which I, th- I think will make it all the more impressive if it does balance it out, because right now it is so very clearly one-sided. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see, again, just what else it introduces. Uh, 
And uh, again, what the monster's metaphor is, because I'm getting the feeling that there is a metaphor with a monster. I just don't know what it is yet. But it's yeah. too early to tell. I, I need more to base my my thesis mm. on, if you will, to be. Uh... No, makes sense. Uh, there's not much to go on in terms of the monster. We've had little hint in the last episode, a scene or two here. There's not really enough to to get an idea of what it actually is yet. Oh yeah, well that's what the monster is physically. I, I just mean from no, no, everything I mean, else what it represents. Right, right. That's what I mean. But right now it's just a threat. That there isn't anything too, more to it yet. Yeah, and, and even right now it's not even it's not even that much of a threat in the sense that, like at least from the crew's perspective, it's like okay, there was an attack because they were out there in no man's land. We're fine on the ship. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're safe is, is here. It, is, is it what they territorial? Think. Is it coming after them because this is? It's space, it's land, it's comfort, well, not land, but you know, it's it's ocean. But you, you get my point. Uh, the way the Eskimo obviously fears it, and it, that would imply that it has something that's been around here. Um, I don't know. Uh, is, is it something really old? Is it something... like? Is this vengeance? Because uh, there's been references in both this episode and last episode to on their previous expeditions of bringing either animals... And this one, they talk about deer they had to kill halfway back because it became... You know, impractical. They were dragging them back and forth yeah. in the boats. Uh, and then there was uh, they also mentioned bringing an Eskimo like to mainland. And I'm wondering if is this like a weird vengeance that you keep taking things, you know, from places mm. that you shouldn't be. Mm, could be. Oh, is, is that an element to it? Are we getting some of that kind of there? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, did you enjoy the second episode? Are you still in? Are you still feeling it? Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, like I said, I think. Even though I had some misgivings with it, I, I really didn't like the time jump in there and the things that I felt like I was missing. The actual mood of the episode still mostly mostly there for me, if nothing else, and that's enough to get me through at least a few episodes on just that alone. And then, of course, there are some character things I enjoyed on top of that. Yeah, um, yeah, I still think it's doing good character work. I think um, I'm okay with the the Eskimo girl right now. I, I feel like. There was there was potential when they started like okay so they're going to warn them of a threat and they're going to know what's going on around here that that trope is something that I don't necessarily love so I was I, I was about ready mm. to be annoyed by it and so far it's not actually done anything to piss me off but it's it's kind of that thing where okay you've got the local indigenous person who knows about the mystical monster thing that's out there and that usually annoys me as a trope right I can see it leaning into that a bit yeah and because it, it usually feels very like hokey hokey uh, very kind of like whenever, because I obviously mean Tim watch a lot of bad horror movies, but it's usually oh this this culture from another country. So because and it's even worse than some of the movies we've seen where it's like it's just India, and it's like oh the mystical Indian you know yeah. woman uh, to to knows like about spirits and stuff, uh, and you know whenever they do like, whenever a TV show has an episode with Native Americans and there's like a werewolf thing <laughs> or whatever, and it's always cringeworthy and it's always look at these mystical other cultures they're not like us therefore they are weird and supernatural and it's just it's just always kind of talky and yeah no I insensitive even at times depending on how they do it. This does feel like it could very quickly veer into that like within the within the cause of just a single it conversation. Could it could also play it more like Predator to an extent where and you've just seen this for the first time so you know what I mean by this uh, where the woman in that is just witness some stuff. She's not. It's not like part of her culture. Or she's just there. And she's like, shit. Yeah. There's something in the jungle coming for us. It's possible, but I mean, right now, she definitely seems to know a bit more than that. She seems to, because you, know, she's, oh, she's act- scared. actively giving them warnings. She's, she said she's, and her father presumably knew something about this because he, he's cut out his tongue for whatever reason. You know. 
Yeah, I, I think it's, right now I prefer the idea of them not having this warning and it is just them discovering something as it happens. Uh, but I'll see what they do with it. Yeah. It doesn't kill it for me. It's just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little nitpicks. Yeah, so. But again, that, that's more just down to taste and what I like in these types of these types of stories more yeah. than anything else. Uh, it's not actually done anything with it yet to, to actually be a, a problem. Uh, so. No, no, you give it, give it the benefit of the doubt. It, it's it's the yeah. same as, you know, I'm saying about, you know, learning about the, the, the proposal with the daughter. Yeah. It, inherently, that's something I'm not keen on, because it, but, you know, benefit of the doubt, it gets it gets a chance to do what it wants with it. Uh, yeah, no, I, I give that the benefit of the doubt right now, because A, they've proven that they're, they're utilising what they're, what they're showing us. Nothing feels like it's been wasted time as of yet. And mm. then secondly, um, I do see potential for, uh, like, you know, like Sir John thinking that's why Francis is acting weird with him. And then, but it's not. He's actually, you know, I can, I can see potential for what they're going to yeah. do with it uh, down the line. So, but, but hey, so, so that's episode two of The Terror. So, uh, still, still enjoying it. Still looking forward mm. to... Uh, seeing where this goes. Obviously, we had two episodes back-to-back there. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode three. So, uh, let us know what you thought of this one in the comments and stuff. And obviously, all of our speculation about what the monster is and what it represents. Uh, readers of the book are just laughing uh, as uh, no doubt. Probably. But that's cheating. That is cheating. Yeah, how dare you read ahead. It's a cheat sheet. Uh, so... But hey, so, so we will be back uh, next week with episode 3. Let us know what you thought of this one in the comments. Like, subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mail underscore fuzz for channel. If you want to support the channel, head over to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv. You can do that over there. There's a link in the description, but otherwise that is us. So thank you once again. Keep watching TV. Have you got any vanilla? Ace.